Hi, everybody. It's Pam at the Paper Outpost here, and this is the Paper Outpost podcast, The Joy of Junk Journals. Hey, answering your crafty questions, getting to know you a little bit better, learning what you're curious about and where your crafting is taking you and what your questions are as we craft along together. I'm going to YouTube to find your questions, and here's the first one. Elizabeth Troiko asks, how about a bucket list digi kit? The possibilities are endless. Well, that's a great idea, Elizabeth. I'm going to put that on my, uh, okay, I'm reaching over. I've got a journal that I can capture these ideas in, and I love them, and thank you very much for suggesting that. So it's always a good idea to find out what you guys are thirsty for. Um, did you get ideas? Okay, write this down, Pam bucket list okay and that could mean a million things to a million different people but that would just be kind of fun wouldn't it i mean just think of the op ideas you could do with that okay we'll just let the brain run wild on that one thank you elizabeth uh, let's go on to the next question jenner asks when you started this journal she's talking about the, the fabric journal cover that i just did uh, I thought, what was she thinking? Oh yeah, now I see. This is now in the cave ideas I keep pondering the making of. I liked it at several stages. Love, love it in the finishing act. Or will you do more to it? Um, I think I'm going to leave it as is. I'm pretty happy with it. But yes, you can absolutely stop at any point and feel complete and done. Um, some of us like a lot more... Um, decoration on a cover some of us like more simplicity uh, neutrality softness um, plain simple easy to hold where others like jewel encrusted treasure chest style royalty glamour bling texture rich surprise pockets things that open on covers so and it's all good and that's the joy of a junk journal you can design them any way you like and i suggest maybe trying some that you styles that you know you like and try some styles that you're thinking i might not like that but when you do it you might find that you like it i've i've had that happen to me so i would say it's only paper have fun with it play with it it might be fabric as well, but just put some together and see how you feel about it. You know, it doesn't, nothing has to be earth shatteringly committed or committal. You know, it's not like you're marrying the thing. You're just taking it out on a coffee date, shall we say? Yes. <laughs> okay. There we go. Oh goodness. Kelly Brush asks, hi, Pam. Are all of your digitals d dig bed uh, to be used for ephemera only? Um, or do some of them get used for journal pages? Okay, I would love to see a video of where you use one of your full kits. Okay, generally, I have two types of digi kits. One, the traditional digi kits, which are um, individual images on five pages. Like, there's multiple images, maybe anywhere between 30 or maybe between actually maybe 12 and 45 images, maybe more, maybe 50, depending on the digi kit individual ones that you can cut out and use for pockets and tucks and journal cover focal art um, things like that um, but I do have something else called signature pages and I created those for people who wanted to be able to print out pretty papers to use as the actual pages they're softer in color and saturation and nature because they're designed so that you can still write on them some might have a little more heavy decoration but most of them are very very light so and pale 
and watery so that you can easily write your own notes and capture your journal thoughts and things like that. So I call those signature pages. They're stored in a separate category on my Etsy page, uh, on my in my Etsy shop called signature pages um, and also the 25% off for July, uh, August 2023 applies to those as well so signature pages and digikits you get 25% off in August of 2023 so there you go um, so yes and I have had people asking a lot about kits lately um, I'm ass- I don't know but I'm assuming maybe they're beginners and they want to just get a kit so they can just sit down and start and do it and make it right from there. I, I don't know if I, ha- I, well, I don't have a specific kit like that, but maybe that, okay, put that as an idea. Maybe th- there's a need for that because I've had two questions about that recently. So I'll put a question mark, consider uh, kits, maybe to include signature pages and digikits or, or something like that. I don't know. I'll have, to, I'll have to roll it around in the turnip and think about what would be use, potentially useful. And if you have any ideas, please feel free to post those in the comments of wherever that is. I'm not quite sure on the podcast, but um, or in the in the videos, and um, may, or you know, can always um, let me know, and we'll go from there. We'll just create as we go. Love love that idea. Um, Here's the next question. Delana, Mace, Delana Mason asks, your washi tape stash was making me drool. I have a lot, but nothing near what you have. What do you use the extra skinny ones for? I never know what to do with them, so they just live in the box. Okay, I know what you're talking about, the extra skinny ones. They're great. Let's say if you have an image, a rectangular or a square or a triangular image, something like that, and you put it on your page, if you want to make a border around it, almost like a frame, that's a nice way to do that. Also, you can make um, like crisscross designs, like hatchet designs with that. You can use them for page trim. I would recommend running them over um, a good, strong glue stick so that they really adhere well. Um, I think we need to play with more washi tape because I have, I'm in the land of overabundance right now. And... Um, this girl needs to use up what she bought, okay? Yeah, so the, the only, okay, so the downside to washi tape for me personally is it has a little bit of a plasticky feel, and I'm, I, for some reason, I'm not drawn to that because I like the papery, the dry, the porous, the crunchy sort of feel more than the plasticky acetate vellum type feel, but I think that little nuances of it here and there, or maybe used on embellishments as part of a collage design, um, things like that. It, it, it has a place and a purpose and can look really beautiful. And it's also a nice way to like seal the edges of envelopes. If you're making envelopes, you can run a piece of washi tape down the side. That's what we should do. I love, I love doing that. And we need to do more of that. And okay, I'm putting on the idea. Washi tape, um, ideas, seal envelopes. Okay, I'll show you what I mean. I think I have a video on that already, but we're going to take that idea and advance it. So there'll be something new to look forward to there. Okay, we'll we'll roll that around in the turnip. Um, I know washi tape is like, it's like candy, isn't it? It's like, or no, sorry, it's like potato chips. It's hard to get one. You get one, you want the whole bag. You know what I mean? Just give me the the 45 pack. I'll figure it out later. I've been there. I, I... 
I have walked your walk. I feel the pain. I feel your pain. You know, hey, if these are our worst sins, that's not so bad. It's not so bad. It's okay. We carry on. And um, you, okay. And then um, user XEAPY8NG6V says, as I said, I am new to following you. What is the glue you are using? Uh, which video is she looking at? Junk Journal Craft Chat. Okay, well, I'm going to be guessing. It's Fabrifix Clear Silicone Glue, which glues fabric to fabric, fabric to paper, and paper to paper very well. Or it's Scotch Create Permanent Glue Stick. Yeah, and that does light. That'll do paper to paper fine. Lightweight fabric projects, like very lightweight, it will, will do nicely if you're just gluing a tiny piece of fabric down on something, which we do. I just had an idea. Okay, that's something I want to try. Okay, I'm writing it down now. I can't tell you. It's a big secret, though. Okay, use glue stick to make ruffles. Okay, see, I am uh, telling you what the idea was, so I'm going to play with it, and I'll show you what I come up with, and maybe you show me what you come up with. Maybe You'll probably come up with something better than me. Um, um, it's like having, you know, when we all connect like this, it's like having, a, you know, thousands of brains just thinking all about the same thing at the same time, and you just never know where we're going to go with this stuff. We can just inspire the, the, the heck out of each other. Okay. Uh, user, what is that? User IRZ9KK1 says, Hi Pam, I know you don't like to measure. She knows me well. But what is your favorite size journal to make? Nine by six, nine inches by six, because then I can just fold an eight and a half by five inch piece of 20 pound printer paper and it'll fit magically and I don't have to trim it. Oh, that was the other video I wanted to make. It's how to... Uh, how to avoid um, having to cut the signature pages to fit. Yeah. Like, we can totally skip that step. That would be nice, right? Because a lot goes awry in that process. Sometimes they don't come out even. Some signatures get wider, taller than others. Sometimes they're placed higher or lower than others. Oh, I know, I know. Okay, okay. How to avoid having to cut this? Okay, yes. Okay, that that was an idea. I have have some tips on on how to make your life easier in that department. Okay, that'll be coming. Um, Okay, my she also says my OCD doesn't like to use pages sideways in a journal. I'm always trying to figure out how to work around that. Love your videos and sunny pup dates. Okay, that's a good one. We will address that in a video. Okay sideways book pages versus upright okay yeah I'll maybe do some tips and tricks on how to um not have that little issue i know what you're talking about when you take a printed book page and it's taller than it is wide but then to put it into your junk journal you want to fold it in half and then for some reason the whole thing gets oriented sideways or horizontally and then you're stuck with sideways text and sometimes that can just bug people to no end and I get it or if text is upside down can bug people to no end um okay so you can um skip like the fact that it bugs you and just not have it bother you like consider that upside down text is kind of a novelty Uh, sideways text kind of creates interest 
And learning how to embrace that can solve the problem instantly. And um, I, when I have looked at journals and gone back, I, I don't find it irritating. But sometimes when I'm making it, I, I feel compelled to make the text go the right way. And really, when it's art and you don't look at it as text, but part of the design, sometimes you can shift your perspective on it. Now, if it takes a lot of effort and work and you're just not okay with it, we'll show you, I'll show you some ways where you can actually make it look upright and normal that are easy. Okay, that'll be coming in a video. Okay, Susan Fawcett says, I love it. Got to do one of those. The uh, She's talking about the neutral bling for a junk journal cover step-by-step -step tutorial video. Now, will you spray anything over it again to seal it in the white paint? Um, great question. No, I didn't, but yes, you can. And it's totally up to you. Um, you just, you're kind of working with your covers and covers are a big deal because you've labored and, and created and imagined so many amazing things on the inside, but that cover is like the icing on the cake. It is this magic wrapping. And for some reason we feel it's so important to get a really good cover that you love. And sometimes your journal is already assembled and you're decorating your cover at the end or you've partially decorated it and you wanna put the little tiny touches on at the end and you're so afraid to mess it up. I know, I know. Well, most things, you know, if you really goof them up, they can be peeled off. Um, you can often patch things back you know, that may have torn or ripped or something like that, or you can put something over it to cover or mask or obscure or, you know, redirect the eye. You can, um, let's say if you're doing a splattering technique and it comes out, oh, you know, a disaster in your opinion at that moment, um, you can mop up, you can blur, you can add a new color, you can change the brush that you're using, maybe to get a different size of a splatter, maybe instead of using a paintbrush, maybe you want to switch to a toothbrush and just do flicks and just do little light splatters. I mean, always keep your mind open to, okay, this looks like maybe something I'm not that happy with and I just want to try something different. I just want to, you know what, it is what it is at this point. Where can I take it from here or can I remove it? Can I adjust it? Can I layer something over it? Can I... Um, think about it in a new or a different way and sometimes you'll end up and more often than not I would say you're going to end up with something you actually like even better than what you envisioned going in and I would say keep your mind open to the possibility of creation just happening before you because um, we get married to our, 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 our ideas of what something should look like in our mind on our journal and sometimes when we create it it takes on a life of its own and it's sort of creates itself and it doesn't look at all like what we envisioned and it's often better. So just say, um, just, just let, just let your imagination flow and have fun and don't be too hard on yourself. No, no more self-flagellating with these things, people. Um, it's only paper. Keep reminding yourself of that. It's only paper and you can always make another journal. That's a nice thing. If you're not happy with one of them, um, you can put it aside and say, well, I'm going to come back to you maybe another day or in an hour or three days from now or seven weeks from now. Um, and I've done that. I've kept some journals that I, I just don't, I didn't, I don't like them. Okay. Let's just say it. I don't like them, but I've come back to them later and I've re-spruced them. I've redesigned them. I've added this, I've recolored that. And all of a sudden I like them and I, I will pretty much work with a journal 
until I like it or it falls apart in my hands because I've worked it so many times. And you can overwork paper, you can overwork fabric, you can overwork you know, dyes and colors to the point where everything just turns muddy brown gray, but then you've got a beautiful muddy brown gray palette and, and you can go from there. So I don't know, is it ever really done? Um, okay, uh, and, and this kind of answers the next question, Moira. Moira Kala asks, did you ever have a project that you had to walk away from before you continue with it? All the time, all the time. Well, number, number one is I can't physically finish a journal in a day. I probably could if I really put my mind to it. And I had a lot of things back in mass making land in, you know, back storage. But yeah, I find it actually very refreshing to leave the creative space when your mojo is done. Go do something else unrelated. You know, go hang out with friends, go play pickleball, go do yoga, go for a walk, go get something to eat, go watch a TV, whatever it is, and let it go. It, it, this, this, don't force yourself, I guess that's what I'm trying to say, because forced creation may not come from the best resources in your mind, although it can. Let's not rule it out. Who knows? That would be very interesting as a challenge. Like, let's do forced creation. Let's... That's like a weird thing. Let's force ourselves to create a junk journal and not stop till the bitter end um, versus let's just let one unfold naturally on its own and see what happens and just look at the different artwork. Like maybe, maybe the whole junk journal might be too much to handle with that. Maybe doing a master board where you just take a piece of paper or a piece of cardstock and you just start adding your scraps to it in interesting, unusual ways. Maybe you're trying some new techniques. You're inking some edges of little torn pieces of paper. Some you're not. Maybe you're adding words or text from a book. Um, maybe you're handwriting. Maybe you're practicing drawing a flower because you're so nervous about putting pen to paper or marker to paper or actually doing that part because you thought that was never for you and that was for uh, only for other people but now maybe this is your day and you're going to pick up that pen or pencil or watercolor or um oh let's play with some watercolor yeah oh on on the covers oh yeah we could have a lot of fun oh here we go watercolor on covers oh my gosh you, i'm so sorry but you're you're starting to i'm starting to reveal the squirreledness of where my brain goes it hops from Okay, it's pretty obvious. It hops from idea to idea. But having that paper, having the journal to capture the ideas really, really does help because then when you're sitting there with that blank face, you know that emoji that just has the big saucer eyes that stare out into space and that's where your head is at. Your whole imaginative mind somehow is still back in bed and it didn't come with you when you got up and went to your craft room. Um, that's when you pull out these lists or your book or your idea book or or what have you not and you pull from that you're like oh yeah I forgot about that idea that does sound like fun so yeah I mean let's just venture through life trying these things okay so Honora Hill asks hi love love your videos do you remember lamb chop that is why Sunny that is who Sunny reminds me of love you both thanks for sharing yes Sunny reminds me of lamb chop too a lot like a lamb chop Yoda Yep, he's like a hybrid lamb chop Yoda. And um, uh, he's doing dandy today. Where are you, Sonny? Where is he? <laughs> Sonny, where are you? Oh, he's over on the other couch hiding amongst the white pillows. 
I should have known. He's like looking at me like, what up, mom? I'm right here. I'm here where I always am. Just, he likes to sit on the other couch sometimes because he can see outside. He can see the entire backyard, every squirrel that moves. Yes, it's, it's big news. Very big news around here when a squirrel moves. Let me tell you. Um, it is full-scale alert. Right, Sunbun? He's ignoring me. He's giving. He's doing the best ignoring, ignoring mother. Like he's he's such a teenager now. He's like, you know, I get the from him. Um, anyway, um, so thank you so much for your questions. I love them, and I love being, being able to interact with you guys. And um, this, I, I I just like knowing what you're thinking and wondering about too. So thanks for spending time here, and um, I will talk to you soon on the next podcast. Have an awesome day. Keep creating, everybody. Go have some fun. Take care. Bye-bye.